Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Can't get me now. I'm fucking ready. Nice try, but I'm ready Shut to up. go. <laughs> I'm ready to go. What do you want to talk about? I don't want to talk about a single thing. I don't want to talk about it. Do you ever see on the internet when people are like, you know, giving tips for living your life? They're always like, get plenty of rest. And guys, drink water. Do you ever Who's see that? not drinking water? That's what I've been thinking. Yeah. Like I was just watching a, a TikTok or something where a guy was like, answering the question like what advice would you give to the younger generation or something and it's always like drink plenty of water what the fuck drink what water. psychos are like sitting on the couch like i am dying of thirst but i cannot think of a solution to this problem <laughs> or do you just like chug is is that the I thing think, you just drink soda i think there are a lot of stunted individuals who've reached adulthood and not learned how to like they're like i don't like the taste it's flavorless i have to have grape juice or something oh. Yeah. That's so disturbing to I me. Know. <laughs> Why would you not quench your thirst? I don't know. I guess You're they like, just go with Gatorade. I like it when it has li- when it's like cherry flavored. Yeah. Or like full of ice cream. It's a milkshake. Yeah. There's I'll like drink. a little bit of water content in milkshakes. You yeah. You probably survive. Actually, that can't be true. It's all milk. If you can't remember <laughs> to drink water, I mean, just bring global warming you yeah. know, sooner and let's just all be extinct. I mean, yeah, yeah. That, well, well, save the water for us, I guess. Don't. I saw your finger <laughs> towards. I thought you were going to pause and stop. The <laughs> well, that's stupid. I, I, I did consider it. This your is hand, already bad. His hand <laughs> went went for it as I was talking. <laughs> like, then this is not anything. It's not anything. But is it ever? No. <laughs> no. I'm done with the podcast. Me too. I quit. Okay. We just watched a video on Instagram. It was on the Adult Swim Instagram account. Yeah. And it's a sketch where a couple orders an Uber. And then when they look at the screen, the Uber is like all over the map. And they're like, what's going on? We made that sketch yeah. three fucking years ago. I don't think they copied us. No, I think but, it's a pretty simple idea. But ours right. is much better. But my point is that we do make content like all the time and it just goes nowhere. So why don't we quit mm-hmm. and just, you know. Eat bonbons. Right. I just want to eat bonbons. Drink milkshakes and I not worry <laughs> about it because it's not going anywhere. Yeah. It really is hard to stay motivated and really? hustle. Now, like it was before, but now when it really feels closer to the apocalypse than ever. Yeah. What is the point? You're also, trying to make content. Also, get this, your this, follower uh, count up. Right. This episode is like, what, four days late, three Here days late. Yeah. And um, we're like, there's going to be riots in the streets. We got to get it out <laughs> because people are going to be upset. Like, no it's one like, even no, noticed. nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> Did I get a text or a uh, Instagram no. message? No, not and, a single one. And that's okay. It's okay, but why do we do it? We're just like banging our heads against the wall, you um, know? Maybe someday it'll happen. Maybe what? before I'm 50. What'll happen? All those famous comedians that broke at 50. What's going to happen? We're going to sell out the Bell House. Oh, that would be great. I know. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Pretending like I don't want that oh, so bad. Yeah, what are we going to do? Have a following <laughs> and quit our jobs? Make money yeah. and just podcast. Mm. That would be awful. Yeah. And then you're like, you do the thing where you're like, well, let me just check in with the people who are successful. Surely they're doing something incredible that I could never do. Honestly, when the, when you do come across a podcast where it's like, well, I couldn't do this. It is a little bit of a relief where it's like, yeah. okay, it's not just some weird 
right karmic uh you know yeah. entity in the world punishing me <laughs> they're actually talented and like yeah. yeah i listened to chapo for the first time and now i'm listening to like all of them really they're so quick they're so funny and then they're so much more informed than i am yeah. i'm like i could not do any of this but then it i is... go to the other ones where they are selling out the bell house and yeah. you're like the fuck is this yeah you know? yeah it goes both ways yeah which is not, I, I'd like to be in the camp of uh, people diddling their buttholes and not doing anything uh, substantive and still being popular. Right. Well, I mean, truthfully, that's I'd, I'd rather be talented, but I don't think that's, you know, yeah. maybe somewhere in between. It's a spectrum. Talent's a spectrum. Yeah, like autism. But um, with uh, Chapo, you like look at those numbers, how much money they make and like the, you know. Just all the success they have, and you go like, "Wow, that's a lot." You know, is mm-hmm. this justified? And then you listen to it. And I really think it is. Yeah, I think they're just so on top of their shit, and they edit in little, like if they make a reference that's kind of obscure, and you're like, "What even is that?" They'll play it. They'll like somebody goes in later and adds like, "Well, yeah, if you're making a billion dollars a month, I think I hope they could afford like yeah, how some much sort did of they make? editor." I'm gonna look it up. I looked Do you know? it up once, and it was over a million dollars a month on Patreon. Uh, what? I'm not I kidding. take it back. Nobody <laughs> deserves that. <laughs> Fuck you, one percenters. <laughs> uh, does it say per month 159? thousand wait no way i swear it was a million no okay maybe i got my commas mixed up no you're way off (laughs) okay no you know what i must have i must have done the math in my head and figured out what they make a year that makes so much more sense but uh god see this is why you never listen to somebody just running their mouth on a podcast (laughs) Yeah, a million dollars (laughs) if somebody paused right before you looked it up they're gonna go running around telling people chapo makes a million dollars a month and how the fuck are you supposed to be like (laughs) men of the people you're talking about you know the one percent while you're you know drinking uh uh louis louis six louis the 16 louis 16 louis 16 i don't know i've never had it what is that some kind of liqueur is it whiskey is it um brandy be so funny if it just tastes like shit but you have to drink it because you're rich well that's what all that's rich a lot people of stuff shit is did i say this on the podcast i went to go get my haircut and my like the guy who cuts my hair he he like branched off and he got his own place mm-hmm. and so he was like bring trying to bring some of his clients with him so i went to his new spot yeah and he's like he made it like fancy it's it, it looks like i don't know it looks like a fancy hair salon place. But anyway, I sat down in his... his what? <laughs> Is there any descriptors? Is there marble statues or... No, well, I'm saying like he, he's got like this couch that looks like an yeah. art installment, okay, right? Yeah, like yeah. a rich person's couch. And I just went to sit on it and I'm like, there's no way to sit on this couch without yeah. looking ridiculous because it's, it's like big. So it's like I can either scoot all the way back to the wall and put my <laughs> back against the wall and then just have my feet like straight out like in front that of me. children's show was it the big ass couch or something yeah the big ass couch <laughs> <laughs> what was that called uh yeah big, um, big hungry couch big comfy couch big co- okay yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah we gotta talk about steve from blues clues by the way yes oh we're gonna get to you anyway steve. the other way to sit on it is to like scoot all the way to the edge and, and not perch. have your back on it yeah like a little princess and it's like this is what rich people are just yeah. always they just always have a a pain in their back well we took a walk around soho yesterday and it was like being being in a new universe and is exactly like that where 
I, I didn't feel like I was in my New York anymore. Like, obviously, rich people live in every neighborhood in Manhattan, but this is some sort of futuristic, rich people LARPing kind of... I hate it. It's I've, I've so done, We've done bizarre. full episodes where I just scream about this. Soho, Soho is my least favorite neighborhood in this whole goddamn city. I'm talking about the Upper East Side. I'm talking about East New York. Let's go to East New York, get shot. I'd rather do that mm-hmm. than fucking... Ian's walk- it was 9-11 yesterday. Ian's walking around Soho going, why couldn't they 9-11? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then we're like, oh, they did do the financial district. Yeah, so. <laughs> close, close second. Um, but they were like, I can't even describe the way people are dressing. You can't cross the sidewalk without bumping into an influencer getting their photo taken. Yes. Like walking like... They have to pay people to take photos of them like they're uh like what is it like street fashion like i've been caught walking around being fashionable except they paid somebody a ton of money to take pictures of them walking around soho looking so stupid you know how like you have your pair of jeans that like you got your like good pair of jeans that fit you well i understand the concept i don't have that in my life well i have like they're not even jeans, but these like black pair of pants that I wear when I'm like, all right, I want to look kind of nice. Yeah. And then I've got this pair of pants that look like they're like bugle boy or something. <laughs> they're just like, they're like, the legs are they're very your, straight your and wide. Your diarrhea pants if you're going <laughs> yeah. to the old country buffet. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. And um, I wore those yesterday yeah, and we're in Soho and I'm just in the background, or not even the background, in like the foreground because you realize somebody's like, like uh, sashaying behind you and like a <laughs> photographer comes out from behind a mailbox and now you're like just oh my jaws God. gaping open and your goofy pant. Like I'm swimming in these parachute jeans <laughs> and I'm in so many photos with yes. these influencers. Yeah, I'm slack You were wearing flip flops. Yeah, but they were Nike. So is that cool? Yeah, <laughs> They're that's <a> logo. cool. <laughs> I was wondering like, fuck. I don't know. There's nothing about... I was at least in all black, just nondescript, and then Nike flip-flops. Everybody is so like... like pool slides. There was a guy in his 50s who was wearing, like, the fanny pack across his chest, mm. and then he had, like, the... You know, like, the Japanese pants that are, like, wide the whole way down? Uh-uh. You know what I'm talking about? Like, like, when we were in Japan, a lot of people were wearing them. Uh, I'm like, sure I would recognize them. They're but- not contoured at all to your legs that sounds awful no they're cool they're like traditional but these were like you know fucking made by uh, gucci or something okay this this guy just looks so stupid he had like white hair but it was all he had a freshie or whatever the fuck they call it oh god and uh i don't know it's just it's this thing where everybody's so obnoxious yeah but you're the anomaly right so you can't look around and be like you guys are all dorks yeah, because they're all looking at you like you're technically what the fuck? if it's a numbers game, you're the dork. Right. And you're like, oh, God. Also, remember the guy dressed as Willy Wonka? Yes. Just standing on the street with oh his fancy God. cane. He had like a fur stole and a top, <laughs> a hat. top hat, curly mustache. Um, Greek, some quarter. It was it looked very expensive. His whole yeah. outfit. These people are just existing like waiting to be photographed just begging to be taken a picture they're just all the offspring of you know the people ruling the world and destroying us all and you know the bankers and the financial people like all their dads work in the financial district and then they come down with their skateboards that they don't even ride they just like sit 
<laughs> on some steps oh my God, with their yeah. tiny sunglasses. Remember those kids on the steps? Like the way they were perched in the most menacing way. They were super rich, super young boys staring, like leering at all the rich girls. And I was like the vibe they were giving off. I, I told you it reminded me of like the droogs from Clockwork Orange. Yeah. They're so menacing and hostile looking but also so rich i just they made me so uncomfortable everything's placed just so yeah they're just literally looking down their noses at everybody like john lennon glasses but microscopic and then like (laughs) always with the fanny pack across the chest we were crossing the street and there was a giant like escalade waiting at a light there was a driver in the front and a woman it was playing i forget what music but it was really obnoxious and she had her window down her face doesn't even look real at this point. You can't tell how old she is. She just looks like a blow-up doll. And she's just taking photo after photo of herself. Oh, I saw that. And I was like, this feels so dystopian. Yeah. This no, feels- she had a driver, right? Yeah, she had a driver. Yeah. And it just felt like almost too much. Like, if you saw it in a movie, you'd be like, we get it. Right. Okay. It, fe- it feels fake. Yeah. It feels, it feels like a, a director doing some kind of, you know, stylized version of New York. And and also part of it is so you got all these weirdos and then the stores like you look in the store and you're like, try to guess what they're selling in there. <laughs> you know, what I thought I was like, is this like a type of Apple store? Oh, wait, no, they're selling chandeliers. Yeah, there's like things hanging from the ceiling. It's all very minimal. Yeah. So it's like space in New York is, you know, coveted mm-hmm. and you have this giant store and it's got like one weird chair in the center of it and then some shit hanging from the yeah. ceiling more and then chairs like, suspended from the ceiling right right yeah, upside down so it's like do you sell chairs and then there's like, uh, like oh. no we sell shirts but you can't see them you know <laughs> that type of thing nice try poor person it's like every other neighborhood in new york like you can go to the upper east side and there's the rich factor yeah but i don't know it's still it's that's so crazy that the Upper East Side feels more authentic than Soho. Yeah, it feels like a video game. It does. It feels. Ugh, it's so gross. It's n- no New Donk City. No. Nope. <laughs> Just got Mario Odyssey. It's very fun. And I'm about to play it at work today. Um, and then Matt we- Bowser. The game is too. No. Sorry, go ahead. Simple. The game. <laughs> it's really easy. It's if, for babies. If I can play it, it's too easy. Yeah. Like the fact that I can get by is like. Because I've Come wanted on. it for so long. You can die a million times and just end up in the same spot. Yeah. There's no... <laughs> I mean, it's There's fun. no stakes. It's so fun. Visually, it's unbelievable, too. Yeah, but think about like the OG Mario where you're like, fuck. I got to go all the way back to the yeah. beginning. But it's too expansive. Like, if you had to go back to the beginning, it's like too vast. You know what I mean? I don't know. Right, but they could take you back... I don't know. They could do something to make it more difficult or just make it last longer. That's the thing. Like, I don't need it to be super difficult. I just want to keep playing it. Yeah. Now I got to go back and collect all the collectibles. And that I shit's hate that boring. shit. I don't Once you once you've been somewhere. That's it. No more. Yeah. We don't need to. Explore. We need to just buy all the like multiplayer games that, you know, we're always trying to beat each other's high score and stuff. But I think that's more gonna fun. you're just going to beat me every time. That's not true. We were playing the Wario game and we were going back and forth. Don't yell at me. About Wario. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I get this like girlfriend beginner's luck thing. Like, am I doing it right? And then I do really well. That's and just then your never self-loathing. <laughs> you know why you're you gotta? So this is a new gaming system for mm-hmm. me. So like when we throw on the PlayStation and I'm like 
just fucking murdering people and then i hand you the controller and you just walk into a wall that's because you're brand new to that controller yeah but with this new thing i'm always hitting the back button you know what i mean i'm going i was going to the menu because i don't know what the fuck i'm doing well your your experience is actually a disadvantage sometimes because you're like you have this muscle memory from playstation and stuff and you're hitting buttons thinking it'll do something else i can't believe they're coming out with a god of war a new god of war and it's going to be on fucking playstation 5 preaching the choir man that really gets my goat oh my god (laughs) (laughs) don't get me started on god of war all i'm saying is you gotta buy another Uh, system i know shut up jesus christ (laughs) anyway i want to talk about soho some more okay well do you want to talk about the suit store sure i got ham like almost yeah you did blackout drunk they kept giving me rosé you kept ordering rosé no he kept asking me if i wanted it and after like the third one i was like no i couldn't possibly and then he asked one more time and i was like well fine you were double fisting rosés because <laughs> he, he kept, kept accidentally me. ordering two i don't know how he was doing that i don't he seemed like a matt leary character yeah he was that he makes was sense. nutty he was like well, actually he grew on me and then I, I think it was because you were he stayed sober and I got drunk and then I became the silly one. And I was like, he's actually pretty even yeah. keel. That suit store was like, uh, it's called Suit Supply. Which sounds like the shittiest warehouse well, in it Omaha. It doesn't. No, but he's talking about, he's asking where the wedding was. I said, we, it was in uh, Italy, but they're from Amsterdam and all this stuff. And he's like, oh, that's where our headquarters is. And he talks about how they'll like fly them off to Paris and, and how, I don't know, like they're the suit salesman game sounds like it makes a lot of money because they charge these people an arm and a leg for little pocket yeah. squares well, and stuff. It, but it did, yeah, it, but it did feel like price wise, just like kind of like a half step up from men's warehouse. Yeah, I, guess I mean, they right. got the whole, they got all the, you know, it's in Soho. Everybody's dressed to the nines. They do the like, you know, do you want a Heineken? And yeah. and this is your guy that's going to show you fucking pocket squares or whatever. Right. But um, as far as the price was concerned, it wasn't astronomical. Yeah, no, I was really surprised. Yeah. it. I mean, I hated doing it, though. Yeah. It combined everything I hate about everything, which is people paying too much attention to me, people fucking touching me, people <laughs> like buying clothes, yeah. you know, all of that. It's just like, oh, that's, I, I mean, I'm glad they I did have alcohol. getting drunk like I don't envy this at all. I would, because there is a, my, especially with, I, I don't know if you're the same way, but the way my personality is, is like people pleasing to a point where I can escape. So like, I would have a really hard time being like, I don't like this because they're like i'm the expert and this no this looks amazing and i would have a hard time being like it doesn't and i hate it well things change real quick when you look at a price tag yeah you go like suddenly i found my voice yeah i mean i'm more (laughs) discerning and more you know right yeah um i'm really glad you know what's funny we because i was drunk i was like thank you so much you were so helpful and then i realized Everything we went with, he had been trying to steer us in the opposite direction. And you had to be like, I actually, can I just look at this one? He's like, you don't want that. You're going to be too hot. And you're like, it's It all comes back to my my theory that people don't... Okay, you're walking around Soho and Mm -hmm. you're looking at people that are dressed like uh, astronauts or something. And you go like, they 
that's everything you're supposed to wear. This person is wearing everything you're supposed to wear. The goggles on the top of their head yeah. and, you know, shiny pants and stuff. And that's from Gucci and that's from whatever yeah. else. I don't know the things, but... Um, and they look ridiculous. Slap and a... because I'm an outsider yeah. and because I like just like have an eye for things that are cool, you know, you see fucking um, Keith Richards in a suit and you're like, I don't know who made that suit. Right. You know, but that that 1970s purple velvet bell bottom like wacky masterpiece is something I want. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, is is that. What 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 uh brand is that and you know what's right, the cut yeah. of the lapel and stuff? So when we went in there, he immediately starts putting me in this stuff that I see everybody else in. Yeah. It's just like I don't know what the new look is. Kind of like silky, shiny material. Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't... and I I could see a forest green denim like English nineteen seventies uh suit. Out of the corner of my eye, and I'm like, I, Denim, what about this no, one? No, it's corduroy. Not, oh, corduroy. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I'm like, what about this thing? And he's like, oh, it's going to be too hot at the wedding. It's like, like, I don't give, give a fuck me about that. It. Yeah. God damn it. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I don't have enough money to be buying things. <laughs> you know, oh, I'll buy a one for for this for sunny oh, yeah, weddings yeah. and one for. You're like, you don't understand. This is what I'm going to be wearing all year round. Anytime right. I go anywhere fancy. Yeah, so it I'm doesn't... wearing this to the Burger King. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he also, we told him you wanted something like flashy, yeah, like loud, bright red, maybe, and he completely ignored that and pretended that we hadn't said. He was like, "Okay, I got you. Here's some grays and blues right. and blacks." And we're like, "Oh, we eventually found out it's not possible to get it in that amount of time yeah. in a different color." But just tell us that he was just trying to ignore what we wanted and hope we didn't bring it up again well, no they, because they all memorized the rules they're yeah. like no you don't understand you gotta like right now in 2021 you do a half cuff on the pants and you the lapel mm. is is this many inches and stuff it's like i have i, I have a clipboard with everything and, and it's like what is the fucking point of you people yeah what is the point of the fashion area of new york if you're not all trying to outdo each other with a new thing right. if you're all walking around in the same metallica t-shirt yeah that you've like tied off into a, a crop top or whatever it's like what what you're the same you're the same what's the point of fashion point of fashion is like <laughs> stand out be wacky also well, like, i we're, mean we're uh, telling this guy that the um wedding invitation said glam you well know what I, mean? I made the i think it was a mistake to tell him maximum italian glamour because he's like oh i know what's hot in italy you want mm. this high-waisted like pinky ring sort of i mean that's like, cool though yeah that's kind of what i but went with yeah 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 sort of my i know this is like a very heteronormative take from a straight girl so take oh that as you will but oh look the, out folks no this is <laughs> time like note the time here for later and <laughs> you want to chop this up when she gets her snl audition well that won't happen but accentuating men's butts is not for me like yeah, the, i get that the like tight butt pants that look like capris they're so short on top of like a suit blazer like it's all it's all a suit that's horrifying yeah you can see ankles no thank you right uh-uh yeah the guy's adding a cuff to to my pants and you were 
You were upset about that. <laughs> I was like, we'll have him take it out when we go. Yeah, back. no, whatever it looks like. But yeah, the, the like the short pants. That does um, seem like one of these things where it's just I like, OK, that. now we show ankle. Like, and do then, we? Why? But like in six years, you won't. Right. These are the things I'm talking about. It's like aesthetically, is it pleasing to your eye? Yeah. And nobody seems to ask that question. They just go like, no, somebody at this fashion blog or magazine mm-hmm. wrote an article this is what we're doing now and then everybody memorizes it you turned like aesthetics into a math problem and it's so stupid and it's like, like i think yeah i think there's like these people at the tippy top maybe that have vision and then everybody else is just kind of a pawn that likes looking then looking at themselves in the mirror yeah. so they're like i'll do whatever other people are doing right i'll dress like a celebrity anyway the suit i got is insane (laughs) it is so goofy it looks great i love it yeah i'm into it i'm so glad you found it speaking of snl we watched shane gillis's special finally Mm -hmm. it was great i loved it good i laughed a lot and i never laugh anymore i never laughed what are you doing (laughs) i don't know no i liked it no i really i I do mean that like i have i've you watch so many new specials from like contemporary people. Yeah, people you know. And it's like you can sort of recognize that it's good, but it doesn't make you laugh out loud. And I actually just kind of was able to sit back and laugh out loud, right. which is rare. He, I mean, his appeal is always that he wa- he's like an everyman from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And um, you don't see a lot of that. Everybody's trying to be like, I don't know elevated Hollywood type, you know, clever and stuff. And I think people were attracted to him for that reason. And sometimes I was like, I mean, is that enough of a reason to be a popular comedian? Like we get it. Like I like seeing him because he reminds me of people I know in real life and stuff. But this special made me realize that he took that and really leaned into it in a way that's fucking beautiful. You know what I mean? Like he, Found his voice completely and not, not found it. He's just talking in his voice. Mm-hmm. The stories about his, I thought the story about his uh, sister having heroin was like next level. Stand it was up. so, so good. Yeah. So funny. And the way he stuck it in the middle of the special, I think was genius too. He yeah. ends with some more punchier, you know, pedophile stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it, but um, yeah, just the fact that he has that story just makes no, you go like. he ends with the Special Olympics story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he talks right? about fucking the kids. The he special does? Olympics kids. I miss that part. <laughs> Jesus. No, he just drops it in a little bit. He just keeps going. Ah, the kids. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so but that was great it, too. Even the fact that like, like, okay, you guys aren't laughing because, you know, the Special Olympics are kind of a distant thing mm-hmm. for you. But I volunteered. I was around these people. Right. So now I'm going to make fun of them. Right. In, yeah. You know, in a kind of benevolent way. It's funny because people have their perception of him. But if you take a lot of those jokes and hand them off to somebody else they're very woke it's very oh, like yeah. making fun of conservative ideology right he shits yeah. all over fox news and his dad for not knowing anything yeah. but in a nice way yeah. that's the other thing like i i liked how he has like empathy for everybody kind of mm-hmm. he's not like i'm smarter than everybody yes because that's the way you, you're you're inclined to go that way right just in yeah. the culture we live in it's just like everybody's an idiot but me Right, yeah. And he's and just like, he's just kind of like, I'm an idiot. Everybody's an idiot. Yeah, and it's especially like, 
it's carefully done because he's making fun of people, but it's also his own dad. So, you know, he loves him. So yeah, there's that personal element where he's like one degree away from it, which is it's it was good. It was well. Done. Is it on YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. That's great. There's so many people now who will just make a special or an album. And it's like, who told you to do that? Right. But right yeah you're right there's i've watched so many specials where i'm like good god like memorize your own fucking jokes first of all (laughs) like you're stuttering and stammering and like what was the punchline yeah jesus christ or shoot it again yeah shoot it twice and then edit it together maybe they did i don't know especially because you're not on some sort of deadline from a network you know like you can keep doing this until you get it right yeah yeah, but uh, sometimes it feels like people it. just want to get it over with, so they have that notch in their belt. Like I have a special. It's like, wouldn't oh, you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I have that thought sometimes. Yeah. It's like maybe I should make a fucking album. Why? Why would I do that? Like yeah. Shane's album is great because first of all, it's so conversational. Mm-hmm. Like in a way, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody be that. Just like you, you're listening to somebody just on the couch tell you a story, yeah. as opposed to slipping into your performance character but um it it was there was no real fat on it he would tell a full story he would you know i want to talk about my dad it felt like these were things he he really needed to get out and talk about right now as to as opposed to like i gotta fill an hour it wasn't even an hour by the way it was like 45 minutes perfect yeah even better yeah, which is another thing you should be okay with, I think. I'm going to do a special. You know how Drew Michael did a special where he's like in a box with no audience? Yeah. Is that who that was? I'm going to do a special that's I think so. one minute. Oh. Wow. It cuts off in the middle of a joke. <laughs> oh, okay. You don't even have to write the punchline. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to break. I love just uh, reinventing the wheel and... and yeah, that's what everybody wants. Groundbreaker. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need to do with comedy. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, what could I do? I could write a j- Oh, man. Sorry, Drew Michael. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen it. I've never either, seen me it. Me either. So and everybody know. says he he's great. It was just a poor choice. I just think it's like, well, I don't want to start shitting on other people. But I don't. Yeah, I don't know anything um, about it. It's like, what, what do we want from comedy? Like, you don't have to. You just have to write a good but was yeah. that a first special? I wonder. I I don't know why I'm continuing who's, who, down okay. this. <laughs> who's who's the uh, Gerard Carmichael? Yeah, he directed it. Okay, and so he calls up Drew Michael. I really hope that's his name because I always get Drew Michael confused with a different guy. Okay, but uh, he calls Drew him Carey? up and goes, uh, "Okay, I got an idea for your special." Oh, that was no his audience. idea. Yeah. And then Drew Michael goes, I don't know about that. And he's like, trust me. And then they made the well, special. It got people talking. People are talking about it. For they were. Sure. They really. And some people loved it. Right. So there you go. Maria Bamford, my favorite comedian of all time, tied with Bernie Mac. She did that special where she's just in her living room talking to her parents. And I hated it. I yes. I didn't hate it. Some people love it, but it doesn't, I kinda like that it special. doesn't do the jokes of serve it like it's not i've heard the album where she recorded it live for a regular ass audience and it's amazing and it's like i'm if i had never heard those jokes outside of her saying them to her parents who are politely or and uncomfortably shifting on a couch and sort of chuckling i they sound they don't sound as good like I'm, right, I'm, yeah. I'm like the quality of the joke itself it doesn't hit your brain the, the same only way. type of comedy that's funny with people kind of uncomfortably shifting is like jackass prank type stuff yes. you know where the, they're like 
the audience is not in on it, right. then that makes it funnier. But like, there's something that happens when you go see a comedy movie and there's a full audience, you laugh harder because everybody else is laughing. It's yeah. a trick of the brain, you know? Yeah, you hear people laughing and it reminds you, or it's like the power of suggestion yeah. almost. And then you laugh harder. It's a weird subconscious thing yeah that's why people add laugh tracks to their jokes yeah boy do they <laughs> dan Ninen or something like. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah you're right i don't think it's a good idea don't reinvent the wheel just yeah figure out your own shit your own performance don't fuck with the outside stuff although unless it's like your hundredth special which uh it for maria bamford do it because why, why though well, I don't agree with that. I don't think. Really? Yeah, because like I was listening to an interview with Bill Burr a long time ago. You remember that special he did where he does a character talking to he's talking to somebody that isn't there. He's, um, he's talking about. He, OK, so he's making an Ikea. Yes, that's furni- like yeah. your favorite. It's the yeah. best. He's making Ikea furniture and he uh, he's like getting into a fight with his wife, but he's only doing his side. So he goes. Yeah. Like, Oh, then go go to your mother's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And then he's waiting. And she's saying something, but you're not hearing her. Yeah. And then he responds to that. And I heard in an interview him talking about, like, he's always trying to do something new. Mm-hmm. And this was a bit he would do in the car. And it would make his wife laugh. Yeah. And so, like, here's a guy who's made, who's been doing comedy since he was, like, 11 or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Or looked 11. And, uh he has evolved he's got a new way of doing stand-up he created this new thing and he 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 talks about how he's always trying to you know he's like i'm not good at act outs yet but i'm gonna in my next one it's gonna have like a lot of act outs so you can always evolve on a different level you don't yeah to go outward seems wrong to me it seems like you know you still got a lot of work to do here no matter who you are you know i guess you're right yeah i do think what about one of my favorite specials of all time is Chelsea Peretti's One of the yes, Greats. same. She plays with stuff a little bit where she will tell a joke and then it'll cut to an old Italian man salting a hard-boiled egg in the audience and he's just like half listening like <laughs> and it goes back or she'll tell a joke and it'll cut to a dog sitting in the audience <laughs> like yeah. tilting its head and because or her as a little girl going you don't have to do like, this yeah. chelsea yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly it's like her her school picture from fourth grade telling her not to do it or she's dressed as a clown i kind of hated that the first time i saw it and yeah. then i really kind of fell in love with it yeah the next time i saw it because she filmed a real special the regular way and it's super, super funny and people are laughing really hard. And then it's just peppered in a little bit for her. It's like one for you, one for me. Yeah. And it I is very specific to that special. Yeah. It's not the the way everybody seems to go, which is like less audience. Yeah. Which is like, why? Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know what we don't need here? Yeah. The the laughter. Because if you watch, if you watch, uh. Jesus is Magic by Sarah Silverman. Mm-hmm. I mean, that special's all over the fucking map. Like she'll does she do shit like that? She'll be telling a joke, and then the whole set will change, and she'll be in like a sparkly gown, and she'll sing a song, oh. and then it's like, you know, the it it, it 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 turns into sketches and stuff. I guess I'm trying to think because I'm not a comedian who tours and gets to just perform for theaters and get all that feedback. Maybe if you're from that perspective, you're like, oh, this is a visual medium. I have my live shows. Right. 
And now this is a chance to do something kind of fun. I think I figured it out. Okay. You got it? Lay it on me. When you see the old man salting an egg in the audience, mm-hmm. that's a joke. Yeah, of course. When you see no audience, that's not anything. Yeah. So you wrote a joke. Sarah Silverman wrote a song and yeah. she's like, for this part, I think the joke would hit harder if, you know, if I was in like a single spotlight in an empty room, you yeah. know, like laying on a piano or something. Yes. That's part of the joke. Yes. So if you write a joke, you can weave it into the special. But if you if you're just trying to do something weird with the medium, mm-hmm. yeah, like an artistic yes, that's twist confusing. On it, yeah, that's not the same. But where does the Maria Bamford thing lie? Is that like because it is funny as a concept to perform for your parents like you're a little kid putting yeah, on a play. Yeah. But here's the thing: and Concepts they're uncomfortable. Well, the co- it is a funny concept, right? But then it sits there for an hour. It doesn't like sustain itself. I don't think once you see one or two jokes, you're like, okay, but, I don't. Right, but my my point is like concepts are rarely funny. You like, like if I say there's a Will Ferrell movie where he plays a Norwegian pop star, which mm-hmm. I think is a movie he made. Yes, you didn't laugh out loud at that concept but if i but the execution of it he's got the silly voice and he's he does you know he doesn't speak english well or something that's like the joke within the concept that's the laugh out loud part that's funny it's a bad movie right it's also not funny um i don't know we watched half of it <laughs> but we were, we were kind of half watching it yeah but my point is like okay if i say to you maria bamford's gonna perform to her parents or awkwardly shifting on the couch you're like i mean i'd have to see it no, concepts, I, no I I'm saying like concepts aren't funny. I genuinely think that concept is funny because she's making hard eye contact with her old stuffy parents. I guess it's like funny in a way where you're never going to, I'm never going to tell you a concept and you're like laugh out loud at it. You know, you got to, you got to see the, the, you got to see it in practice to get the I suppose. punchy jokes out of it. Like if they're on the couch and her dad just like can't stand it anymore and has to like hide behind a pillow. Yeah. Now that's the concept in practice and that element of it might be funny. Yeah. No, I, gen- I do genuinely think that the concept of her parents having to watch her in their own living room with bright lights on them while she tells these jokes that are meant for a large audience and there's a lot of pressure on them. That concept is All right. f- funny. It's actually the practice of it. When that's somebody less told funny. you about it, did you laugh out loud at it? At the Come concept. on, you don't. I mean, I, I could still say, "Oh, that sounds funny." Right, you would say that, but you want you're not going to get the laugh. Yeah, it's not going to hit you, like like thinking about Shane Gillis, Trump doing uh, speed dating. That's the concept. Okay, there might be something there. Let's see it okay. in practice, and then you see it, and you see Trump sitting at a table, you know, talking about how these ladies are fat and gross or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's the that's the laugh. Yeah. Okay. Does that, does that make sense? Fine, you win. Yes, Ian I always Hunt. do. <laughs> no, whatever. Let's talk about Steve from Blue's Clues. Oh, I forgot about that. He came back Fuck into you, our Steve. lives. I can't believe people. People are so easy. What the fuck, you guys? He, he said nothing. He's just like, hey, remember when I had a cartoon dog and I, I want to be famous again? And everybody's like, oh, my God, I'm crying. This is what is wrong with all if, of if you? If you don't know, Steve from Blue's Clues made an Instagram video where he's he's like being saccharine, sweet, 
talking about yeah. like remember when you were a kid and with we this to, like piano music or something in the background yeah and he's like and i went off to college and and uh what does he even say that's a thing nothing. he doesn't say anything i'm waiting the whole time for something to happen at the end something and he's just like and look at you Look at all you've accomplished, which is like, fuck you, Steve. Yeah, how dare you? Absolutely. How fucking dare you? You mentioned student loans. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. I looked up, He's got, uh, his net worth is $10 million. Pay That's my right. student loan. I know you're right. Celebrity net worth is just, I'm pretty sure I can Google my own net worth. Yeah. <laughs> Miss, you know who Miss Pat is? Yeah. The comedian? She was talking about how her kids, like, her kids wanted something and she said no and they mm-hmm. googled her net worth and it was just like so wildly like 50 off. million dollars but, you know she's her because she, she was yeah. a drug dealer when she was younger so she thought her kids were plotting to kill her <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's insane she's dude. the best yeah but uh she they she's her kids were like it says you're worth 10 million dollars or whatever she's like what no. like where do they they don't cite anything they on just that guess. yeah based on what though Anyway, so maybe he's not. I mean, I would assume he's not worth much because he's poking his head back in. Like, guys, remember me? Do you guys want to pay me for something? Yeah. I don't know. It's gross. I, I, and people were like, uh, "You're not. I'm not crying. You're crying." I will never understand people on the internet saying like, "I'm proud of you," or "Your body's beautiful," or, and then you watch it and you go, "That's me. That they're talking to me." <laughs> they get it because it's on my phone. And they said, "He said <laughs> you. You've accomplished a lot." It's like the fuck I have, and hey, nobody else has either. Hey, listener at home, you're beautiful. Right. You're not a piece of shit. Right. You're talented and smart. And you should kill yourself. And no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. What if Steve came back and told us all to kill ourselves? That would be great. That would be funny. I kept trying to think of a way to like make fun of it. The Everyone's Steve thing, doing the same thing. It's it, like, like it says, "Look at all you've accomplished," and then you show a picture of yourself with like mashed potatoes coming out of your face, and you're like, uh, "I'm actually a, I'm I'm a mess actually." So. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Also, you and I brought this up even when we were children. Blue's Clues seemed like shit for babies yeah it's baby shit i was watching c-span yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> i was doing my parents taxes i was like what is this fucking baby shit on my tv they're a little salt and but i really shakers. did have like i don't know blues clues may have come out when i was already like a little little bit older I would but even have, like yeah. barn like even sesame street it's just this feeling like you feel condescended to, even yeah. though you're like, I don't know if I can, I, if I really have a vocabulary yet, yeah. I'm still like falling over when I stand up, but this is like baby yeah. shit. All right. I, that, Talk to me like a person. Barney was a point of contention for a lot of kids Oh yeah, because like it was, your parents would be like, huh, Barney. But when you got old enough to like have conversations, like when you're four or five, you get pissed off. You're like, no, I don't watch Barney anymore. I'm not right. a baby. I don't even like Barney. Yeah. You get really upset around four or five with like baby stuff. Cause you want to be yeah. a, an adult, not an adult, but like a kid who doesn't, you know, if, if you're like three and you're around a baby that's crawling and yeah. somebody's like, the babies are over there. You're like, you're like oh, fuck you. I'm not. I'm not. Baby. On two feet. This yeah. piece of shit's crawling around in its own shit. <laughs> it's own shit strapped to his back. I'm an old man. Right? I'm a fucking grown up. You want to grow up so fast when you're young, and then 
something fucked up happens to you and you're like, give me that diaper back. I want to put me what? in a... I'm, not, no, I'm talking about adults who do like... Right. Beaver, like they just start going backwards. They're like, I'm a fucking baby. I can't you, handle this anymore. You know what that is? It's like you you grow up and somebody's like, hey, you got to pay this health insurance bill. And you're uh-uh. like, you know what I miss? <laughs> fucking juice and, and shitting my clues. pants. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody who commented, I'm crying on that uh, on that post is basically doing baby play. Yeah, they are. Know? That's like exactly what they are. That's where adulting is hard came from. The infantilization. Ugh. I mean, I think the boomers kind of had it right. Being like millennials are pieces of shit. I know they created us and made us this way. But God, when I see people like with their Harry Potter tattoos crying over blues clues, I'm like, God damn. Well, you guys. part of it is like our childhood was too good media wise. Yeah. Like they just really over like fucking boomers had like what? Howdy doody. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's three channels. You got yeah. Howie, Howdy Duties yeah, on for a half some hour sort of every like day. Black and white, like uh, cowboy cereal, yeah. like cowboys and Indians thing. You could wake up on Saturday morning and just watch cartoons with like the most incredible animation you've ever seen in your yeah. life while eating cereal made for your taste buds. Yeah, that and, makes your brain light up. Yeah, and then <laughs> just, at some point, you know, you get a pube and somebody makes you go get a fucking job and it's just like, like this wait. jarring transition yeah. and everybody's, like you said, like strap a diaper onto me. I don't even know if that's like, that's just more like capitalism. They figured out there's this untapped market of children that you just you can just bleed dry. We have to stop like falling for this nostalgia shit. Don't bring back DuckTales. Kill Steve from Blue's Blues. <laughs> Absolutely like North Korea style. Send yeah. him to some camp. I don't want to see his ass <laughs> ever again. Leave uh, me like alone. Guantanamo Bay. It's everybody in those orange suits and then he's got the green stripey shirt on. <laughs> Just send him away for fucking trying to manipulate us like this. I hate it so much. Yeah. Well, it's the, you know, it's the only thing people... It's the only thing that makes money now. Right before 9-11, too. I don't know why that's important, but, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just stop it. It's right. like, remember when life was good before? Everything is so horrible you now. You can't that go home. You can't go back. Yeah. Sorry. It's over. It's done. Make something fucking new. Remember that thing? Did we ever talk about this? Like, we were, I was watching Matt Damon. Yeah. On, did we talk about that? No, I don't think we have, and it's really interesting. They were, uh, I was watching Matt Damon on Hot Ones and they asked him why they're so, why, why they only make like franchise movies and remakes. So, yeah. you know, Marvel movies and now you got the new Matrix movie coming out and stuff. And Matt Damon said that, um, streaming fucked everything up because it used to be that you could make like a weird indie thriller and it could kind of bomb at the in the theaters, but there could be a little bit like of like chatter around it. Yeah. And then on the back end, uh, uh, in the DVD sales, it could really pick up, and people would get into it. And a lot of movies, yeah. kind of found their voice that way. And now that there's no such thing as DVDs, and nobody goes on yeah. buys DVDs, you have to make all your money the first go around. Yeah. So that's it, why you only get Incredible Hulk movies, and you know, and remakes because it has to be like a guaranteed money. Right which is it doesn't make me feel better it's still bleak but it makes me feel better a little bit that we're at least not completely devoid of creativity it's just the industry demanding yeah. like a guaranteed 
Well, I keep thinking, like, what's the workaround here? Could we all get, to, could all the fucking cinephiles get together and be like, let's start go funding some, yeah, some, some sort of project? Like, I guess like Patreon type thing for filmmakers. But even then, what sucks is like, yeah, that would be cool. Uh, just in my, my, like the GoFundMe version, if you made like a trailer and you're like, this is the movie I want to make. Mm-hmm it still has to grab your dick like right away yeah. in the trailer. You can't make any kind of like slow, weird, like the, the, the new matrix, they're making the new matrix, the original matrix. Would that, would that even have gotten made? Oh, it's such know. a bizarre high concept. Not bizarre. But they I mean, must it's have had philosophy a, 101, but a massive budget though. Like that movie is yeah, like because, for back then. Cause people took risks back then. Yeah. Yeah. Studios I took see what risks. you're saying. Okay. Yeah. But if like just the audience, just regular people, would they spend the money on a on a matrix if you'd never heard of the the concept or? I don't know. Oh well, I think so. But yeah, everything has to have like hype around it. It would have to go like the trailer would have to go viral. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. like, do we even watch trailers that aren't, you know, whatever Marvel yeah. DC? I don't know. You know what? I, this is only semi related. I feel like. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite became popular that way. The old, like, yeah. like word of mouth cult following DVD thing. Although I saw it like eight times in theater. <laughs> I think I saw it four or five times. Yeah. Well, I think uh, it may, may have even. That movie's weird because when it came out, all those guys, all those actors were like way older. Like it, it was made a long time before oh, it came out. I didn't realize that. Yeah. But I also wanted to bring up how recently. A lot of people have like maybe on TikTok or I feel like I had this conversation in real life, but I can't remember. Everyone's going, hey, can we all admit that Napoleon Dynamite sucks and we hate it? Oh, that's wrong. And yeah. I, I felt so betrayed. I was like, no, I fucking You've love that You've just seen movie. it too many times. I love it. Yeah, you're just getting mad because it became so popular and you're like, this is weird. I don't like it, but yeah. it's fucking great. It's Anchorman syndrome. It was. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so delightful and funny and weird and interesting. I'd never seen anything like it. Fucking cracks me up still. Yeah. I love it. No, yeah, that's a completely horrible take. Yeah. It's it's a great movie. I feel like people lie to themselves because they're angry that like... Like I still... Ugh, when, a maybe, movie, when, movie, when a comedy movie is really good, it becomes quotable, right? Because it's packed full of jokes. Yeah. So then just everybody quotes it. Yeah. And then they do that for a fucking decade. And then like the movie... You go back and watch the movie. It's like, oh, I heard the the uh, you know horse girl in my class say this quote a yeah. thousand times, and she stinks, and therefore, ipso yeah. facto, this movie sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I think it's important. Maybe if if like Zoomers watched it now, it doesn't have the same sort of impact. But when it first came out, there was nothing like it, and it yeah. was so weird and so funny. That's just what happens with time, because yeah. like. I, we grew up in an era where, um, a lot of things were parodied. So like you watch the Simpsons and they'll do full episodes where it's like mocking a movie, you know, there's all kinds of references yeah. or like Animaniacs did that almost exclusively. And then you, so the, by the time you're 14 and you see Goodfellas for the first time, you're like, yeah. Oh, this is like those pigeons in Animaniacs. Yeah. yeah no, the God pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That is exactly what happened to me. Right. Oh, shit. And you're like, this shit's been done, you know? <laughs> been done to death. And you don't see the original. Like classic cinema. It That's happens so with funny. comedy, too. Yeah. You go back and you watch a Richard Pryor special. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, you know, 
heard that a billion times. Yes, I have done that so often when I watch old, old, old comics. I'm like, hack. And then I have to remember that. It's like, he invented that. (laughs) That's hack because people have been laughing at it for 30 years and he came up with it. Oh, that's so important to keep in mind. I do feel robbed sometimes where I see something that's now hacky and I'm like, wow, though, if this is, imagine that audience, this is the first time they're hearing this. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Putting the toilet seat down. Like, fucking everybody talks about that. Yeah, and they're like, oh, shit. I was watching Paula Poundstone recently. I fucking love Paula Poundstone. But actually, I love about 10 minutes of Paula Poundstone. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like, this shit stinks. But... (laughs) What a fucking (laughs) turn that took. Sorry, no, I really... She has one special, like one HBO special that's so egregiously 80s. But... She's yeah, just with the shoulder pads. Yeah, and, and it's like like uh <laughs> saxophone music. And she's just talking about Pop Tarts. She's from Boston, so she calls them Pop Tarts. Um and she she's so silly, which now is like everything's been done to death, but like at the time she talks about getting pulled over by the cops and like what if you just boop the cop on the nose when he puts his cop face in your in your <laughs> your window and yeah. he's asking for your license and registration. It's all very dumb, but uh, I guess I don't really know what I was saying. I think in the moment, the audience is losing their minds, and I kept thinking about how great it must have been for them because they don't have the the future yet. <laughs> like, yeah, it was so entertaining to see her. I don't know. I've I've gone off because I can't decide if I think she's good she was definitely really really good it's, i mean for like, the moment i think the decision the the conclusion we're coming to here is that's kind of hard to judge it's yeah like out of time she's definitely good even like i keep coming back to the matrix just because i watched that trailer but like the original the og matrix is still great in my opinion you're on the fence about it but like it no i know it Don't does like tell people that ian <laughs> don't reveal my secrets it i does think look, it's good it's good okay folks it's good the leather trench coats and stuff look, yeah a little goofy. No, but it's not, in that that's moment, not what it is for me. But sometimes they do. Yeah. You know, the sunglasses at night and stuff. But like at, <laughs> in 1999, yeah. it was like, whoa, it's this cool. is like leather, uh, I don't know, cyberpunk. Right. I like that era. I like that vibe. It's Some cool. of the music is, is a little cringy. I like but just it. just only in, by today's standards. Right. we live here in this era i think it's fascinating it's like being in a time capsule understanding what was going on like the new millennium is approaching and yeah. people felt it, it was everyone was really influenced by that like we're living in the future sort of thing i think that's what how people feel now too that's why you see people dressed as you know space cadets in <laughs> soho because i think the gen z really sees themselves as like the future okay Really? I yeah. just, I guess I'm so far out of it. I don't see them as anything. It seems like they're trying to do a hundred different things at once. That's definitely true. They are trying to do that, but they're all so online. Yeah. Yeah. So they're everything. Yeah. All of the time. Oh boy. <laughs> <sighs> Five more minutes. Okay. There's something else about Steve from Blue's Clues or, or some, something we were but it doesn't matter. No. It simply doesn't matter anymore. They're making, uh, Facebook is making sunglasses that are like smart glasses where you can see, where you can like take pictures with your glasses and like, you know, Google glasses. Yeah. But these are, these are, um, they're 
teaming up with Ray-Ban, so they actually look kind of cool. Oh, God. And you're gonna, it's going to be the first, I think, big wave of incorporating um, VR, I guess, with the real world. So you're going to see displays like Iron Man on your... No. Yeah, you see holograms and stuff in real life. So people are just going to be walking around the street, like, pawing at the air, sort of like... I think so, yeah. Just It's going to be... Now we're, you know how they, you, you can't text and drive? It's going to be like no no texting and walking around. Everyone's just going to be bumping into each other. Yeah, I think the selling point for these glasses, because they saw the huge failure that was Google Glasses. I think yeah. one of the big things about Google Glasses is like, oh, so people can just like film me whenever they want. Yeah, that's you know? scary. But these new ones have all these like, I think they heard all the feedback and these new ones, like if you want to take a picture or film somebody, a light turns on so you can tell somebody's okay photographing you, which I don't think is enough. No, because like people are going to break that light bulb immediately. Yeah, nobody's that's or not going to stick around. And then uh, you can people also don't like to be spied on. So there's a switch where you can turn the microphone off allegedly oh yeah the fact that they're being transparent about that makes me think that's a lie like would you like us to not listen to your conversation okay just press this button i found out on a podcast recently that google follows like tracks your every move even when you have location services turned off even when you don't have service on your phone they solved a when your phone's off a murder by going into this dead guy's uh like going into his like iPhone yeah. shit and you go to what's it called takeout.google.com or something and it had every location he's ever as long as his phone was on his person this every is what scares me because like he went what if you want to life what if you want to murder somebody I feel I like that's kind of your right he was the murderer I know I'm saying yeah, like, what not, if I want to murder somebody? Yeah. If I get away with that, I feel like that's kind of my right to be right. able to murder somebody it's really, in America. Exactly. We're a nation of thieves. It's and a free country. Murderers. And, you know, I'm not saying like the police have their right to pursue me, but yeah, I but should have a little bit of uh, like slack. That's police cheating, don't you think? Yes. They should be. Uh, Precog shit. Yeah. They should be doing um uh like looking at footprints with their magnifying glasses. Thank you. <laughs> You what happened to gumshoes? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, you're just going to go on somebody's iCloud and just solve the case right there? Imagine reading like a detective novel set in these times. It's just a pamphlet. Yeah. It's like, we looked at his phone. We yeah. got his ass. <laughs> we smoke a cigarette and drink Boring. some whiskey because my partner died because a piano fell on him. This oh. is the plot it's, of Roger Rabbit. Oh, damn. Um, shit. But I said, oh. Here's the thing okay. with these, like, you know, with all technology scares the fuck out of me, but mm-hmm. I saw those glasses. I'm like, that's kind of cool. No, I kind of like Ian. it because like you can take phone calls on them and stuff. No, like the, I hate the that. way the speaker. I hate listen to podcasts without any like earbuds in or, I, or anything. You, but, so other people can't hear it. How do you make it? It's just like the speaker. It goes behind is, your is ear. placed in a way that just kind of shoots into your. I hate when technology meets fashion in any way like i hate apple watches but these these sunglasses they're not like high fashion or anything they're just like regular like blues brothers you know black sunglasses yeah but they're still i guess like you see somebody you know what's going on right like you they have to look distinct enough in a way that people will want to buy those specific because otherwise if they just look like regular ray-bans how are rich people gonna show off the fact that they have them you know well i think there's gonna be a 
variations, but the ones I saw were just really were just regular sunglasses. Got the Ray-Ban logo on the side. They got the light that pops on when you're trying to like make a sex tape without anybody. <laughs> Imagine me <laughs> like, I'll be right back. I got to put my sunglasses on. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm going into the bathroom. I got to put my sunglasses on real quick. Uh, All right. Are we done? Yeah, I think so. All right. Okay. Hail Satan. Hail Satan.